Welcome to another episode of Vanilla Weiss and the Nostalgic Nerds. Weiss, Weiss, baby, as my boy <laughs> Zero was just saying. Um, oh, what's up, Zero? What's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> and today we've got a returning guest along with an extremely special guest. Um, returning with us for another episode, we got my buddy Alexis Andy, aka Zero, aka South Florida's video game tournament champ. <laughs> And joining us. Oh, you're too kind, man. You're too kind. Yeah, man. I'm better known in the world as Aleph F Zero. You can feel free to find me on uh, pretty much any major platform under the under the tag AFZ6767. Not safe for work. All right. <laughs> and joining us today is 90s child star um uh, Natanya Ross, who a lot of y'all may remember as the redhead Robin, the best friend of Alex Mack from the secret world of Alex Mack, along with a lot of other projects. It is such an honor to have you here today on the show, Natanya. Oh, thank you all so much for having me. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. I'm going to be straight up. I just looked you up on Google. Time has been good to you, lady. <laughs> I appreciate that because I turned 40 in a couple of weeks. So thank you for that. That means a lot. Yeah, you don't. I, I mean, I'm 37, so it's, I'm not that far off. Exactly. <laughs> and you're only as old as you feel and look, and you def hopefully you feel young because you definitely don't look 40. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I man, like feeling like a young. South Florida 25, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, what's it called? I looked. At, I googled a bunch of people from the old cast of the show and. They all seem to have aged really well. They all look the same. Um, the guy who played Darius, the guy who played Ray, he looks so young still for his age. He does. Black yes, don't he crack, does. baby. <laughs> yeah, like Zero just said, black don't crack. <laughs> right, that's right. Yeah, everyone hold up really well, that's for sure. Yeah. But yeah, um, what's it called? So, um, honestly, Robin was a character that, as a kid, I really identified the best with because she reminded me the most of myself. Um, as a kid growing up, I was a uh, um, very sensitive cynic, but who at the same time was a very loyal and caring friend, so I could really relate to her. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I hear that a lot about Robin and, um, you know, I think the older I get, the more I actually relate to her. And I just think it, it was a very special character, especially for that time in the nineties where I think, you know, kids that were a little misunderstood and a bit of a misfit and an outcast, but still kind of fit in a little bit weren't, you know, there wasn't a lot of portrayal of that on television so you know i got a lot of kids that really um that robin really meant a lot to because it made them feel like they had a place in the world too and and you know that carries all, all the way to now it's pretty crazy you know how significant um robin really was in a lot of people's childhoods would you say that you, um, as a person, can relate to Robin? Um, do you have aspects of Robin? I do now. <laughs> I 
I do now for sure. And you're turning um, 21? Hell yeah. Everybody <laughs> Robin now. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I, I do now. I mean, looking back on that character, she really was so iconic in so many ways. I mean, she was so fashion savvy and just understood kind of the darker pockets of life in, in a way that most kids can't understand. And I definitely relate to all of that now and i wish i still had some of those outfits to be honest her when i was that age it was you know some of the outfits for me were i I just didn't understand how cool they really were you know because i wanted to be in you know these beautiful dresses and all of that stuff and not kind of play this like goth character but now looking back her outfits were insane they were so good so yeah i think as i get older i relate and appreciate her more and more for sure. Well, man, that's most deaf, man, because you know these days, you know what I'm saying everybody wants you know you know a big booty goth GF. So I mean, you kind of set, help, right. so, kind of helps set the standard. You know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, right. yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was a uh, definitely an honor to play that role. Yeah, and um, you did it so well. Um, you really brought out brought that character to life. Um. Are there any other characters of yours that, um, when fans think of you, they really they um identify you with? Um, yeah, I mean, Boy Meets World comes up a lot, and which is interesting because it was only one episode, but it's really an episode that stuck out in a lot of people's minds, I guess. And then Babysitters Club, of course, um, Shadow Zone, Undead Express, Freaky Friday. Baywatch, ER, there's a lot. There, you know, I was kind of all over the place in the 90s and played a lot of different characters and roles, which was awesome. Um, you know, but I think like the most comments I get are definitely Boy Meets World, Alex Mack, Babysitter's Club, Shadow Zone, Freaky Friday. Yeah, I'd forgot that um, in Babysitter's Club, you and Larissa worked on uh, together in that as well. I forgot she we did. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Are you still in touch with any of your co-stars like her or um, Daris or them? Pretty much all of them, yeah, which is really special. I talked to Larissa, um, you know, we stay in contact, and then me and Daris are very close. We talk a lot, and uh, we spent a lot of time together over the last decade. <laughs> and Jason Strickland, who played Scott Green, um, him and I speak all the time. Him and Darius are actually coming to my birthday, which is really exciting and just crazy that like all these years later, they'll be there with me to celebrate 40. And um, I speak with Alexis Fields every so often who played Nicole. And I talk to Tommy Lynch, the creator of the show. So yeah, I, um, I've been really fortunate to stay in touch with all of the cast over the years, which is very special to me. Good. I'm really glad you guys remained friends. Um, was yeah. did Je- was that Jessica Alba's first like big project? It was her first project. Period. I I think I, it was long. I, I mean, from my recollection, yeah, it was the first thing she ever did. Yeah, she did a good job at playing the mean girl. <laughs> She sure did, yeah. Yeah, she usually plays a nice girl. <laughs> yeah, she did a great job. Was her contract up after, like, the first season? Um, Is that why they um brought in a different Mean Girl? She, um, she, I think she got a different show. 
pretty sure she got a different show, so that's kind of what happened there. True. And it was nice to have um, a little switch, like, from the usual character. Um, what The guy who played Scott was his contract up eventually, because I know they eventually wrote off his character as, like, a jerk. Um, I think he went on to go do other things, too. Oh, he did? Yeah. Is he a... Hey, I remember I used to watch that show every single time it was on. I was a huge fan of it, and I remember I always wanted those powers as a kid. Yeah, you and every other kid in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wanted those powers. Yeah, that was so cool. Um, So, um... Yeah. So yeah, you're good friends with another um or, or another '90s star, Danny Cooksey, who starred in Salute Your Shorts, um, Tiny Tunes, Hey Arnold. Um, did you guys meet at like a convention? Um, you know, I know that I've met him like a few times when I was younger. I can't really remember. Um. But, you know, thank God for the powers of social media. You get to reconnect with people um, and really stay in contact and kind of feel like you understand a little piece of their life, you know, and keep up with all their antics and stuff. So, um, yeah, but, you know, me and Danny and the other Danny, Danny Tamborelli, I like to think are just um, the best redheads to ever come out of 90s Nickelodeon. There's more, I can't really think of who they are now, but, um, you know, so we're, we're definitely bonded for, for life through that. <laughs> yeah. So before, um, you were actually a Nick on Nickelodeon, um, did you used to watch Nickelodeon growing up like the late eighties or early nineties? You know, I didn't. That's probably where I was most like Robin. I was I was very also very ahead of my time and my interests were um very different <laughs> different than than Nickelodeon. I I I guess I always kinda had like a darker streak in me. So, you know Ooh, I was watching M T Yeah, I was watching M T V and like classic old eighties movies and nineties movies and I was like you know, getting into music, music was becoming like a big love of mine. I was not able to play music, but, you know, I was starting to get introduced to bands like Nirvana and Hole and Silverchair and stuff like that. So I think my interests, even at like 11 years old, you know, like when I first discovered Pearl Jam and Smashing Pumpkins and all of that, like I was in immediately interested in like anything that wasn't PG that felt kind of like racy for me to be um you know learning about so i didn't watch too much nickelodeon to be perfectly honest but i had of course watched salute your shorts and a little bit of like clarissa and um what else are you afraid of the dark and stuff like that um but i was still like equally as excited to be on a nickelodeon show because i knew how huge that was and i knew that if this show became successful that it would be a, a game changer for me that my life would be changed because of it so 
Um, I think I got into Nickelodeon more so after I was already on it. That's when I started watching, you know, because I would watch the SNCC lineup too. And uh, mm-hmm. it was like very exciting for me too. And then like at the end of it, it just happened to be a show I was on also. You know, I was also a fan of Alex Mack too. I thought the show was awesome. And um, I, I think creatively we, you know, it kind of created something that was so ahead of its time that like even the actors on the show couldn't help but be fans of the show also. So yeah, if that answers the Nickelodeon question. <laughs> Out of all the episodes, which one would you say is your favorite? I have no clue. I get asked this all the time. I have no idea. <laughs> no, I do not remember. Yeah, I think my favorite or one of my favorites as a movie buff, I love the episode where the two of you work at the video rental store. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I could really identify that was a job that I always wanted as a kid because I'm such a movie buff. Yep. Yeah. We saw that episode and then we saw Clerks and then now Kevin Smith made all the money. You see how it worked? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, and the 90s was such a huge decade for that network. Like, the 80s, I know, is when the network got its start, but I think the 90s is, like, the primary decade when people think of Nickelodeon, when they truly think of that network at its prime. Yeah, I totally agree with that, and I, you know, I I feel really blessed and honored to be part of one of, I would say, its biggest shows in the 90s. So when did you know that you wanted to be an actress? Um, I was, my mom put me into acting when I was like 18 months old. So I don't know that I ever like had this like, I never had a moment where I went to my parents and said, hey, I want to act. Can you help me? I was already, by the time I was speaking, I was, you know, already kind of a professional actor. And by the time I was like, old enough as a kid to kind of know what was going on around me, I was pretty seasoned. And, um, you know, so it's an interesting experience. But I, you know, I think once I was preteen or early teens is when I really fell in love with it and, and knew that I was doing exactly what I was meant to be doing at that moment in my life. And what's so, as a former theater major, one thing that's so great about, um, acting or perform putting on a performance in general is that it really gives you an opportunity to break away from the norm of yourself and really create like a fun alter ego of of yourself yeah that's exactly right no i just got an idea what's that all right so like i'm I'm, I'm looking at latanya's uh you might want to speak right and it says that you first got your start in TV by doing a commercial for McDonald's. Citation needed. So if you confirm that, we can technically put this podcast as a citation. <laughs> technically. What did, what did it say? That my first commercial was McDonald's? Yeah, your first start was doing a commercial for McDonald's. Yeah, it, that's all wrong. I don't I, I people Anyone can go on Wikipedia, basically, and like change my Wikipedia page for some reason. I'm not sure why. We've tried to change it back to like the facts so many times over the years, but no, I started as a Gerber baby 
and oh, um, that's adorable. <laughs> yeah, and I and when I was and then when I was like two three years old, I was doing commercials in New York, and I did like a Juicy Juice commercial and stuff like that. And then I did my first movie was Little Monsters with um, Fred and Ben Savage. So oh, I when I that set, movie. I didn't know that was you. <laughs> yeah, I was wow. like, I was very, I was like four years old or five years old, and they cut out most of my part, but it's okay because people still remember this movie for some reason. It's so crazy, but um, yeah, when I did that McDonald's commercial, I was like thirteen. It was where I already done a full season of Alex Mack, and it was a big commercial. It was one of those like McWorld commercials, so it played for years, um, but. Definitely not my first role. Yeah. All right, so I'm, I'm just going to scrap the Wikipedia idea. They gave yeah. That hard to yeah. Um, I knew when I was a little kid that I wanted to get into showbiz, but I, I wish my parents would have pushed me to into it the way yours did, because it took me a while. Not until high school did I really join theater and... um. And then um, comedy, I first got into about 10 and a half years ago, once after years of people pushing me and me being afraid to get up and do it. I'm finally just like, all right, it's yeah, I know. Um, I, but yeah, it was finally like shit or get off the pot time for me. So I, I eventually just went up, did it and um. As Zero just said, I'm pretty vicious on the mic. <laughs> um, shutting, nice. uh, shutting down rooms left and right, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there were a couple of times um, years ago, my material used to be so, like, inflammatory that it caused a couple open mics to be um, ended. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That's funny, because I remember, like, because, uh, like, I did a lot of business, like, you know, doing, like, you know, like, attending open mics and other comedy shows, uh, not to mention uh, uh, doing, like, video game tournaments at this place in uh, Florida called uh, Tenth Level Tavern, you know what I'm saying? You know, shout out to my boy Joey. Anyways, and uh, I was present the night that this man told the joke that got the uh, the open mic shut down, and I, re I specifically remember because I had to follow that act. And I'm just over here like, I'm pretty sure there's nothing I'm going to say that's going to grab anyone's attention. <laughs> that. That's awesome. Yeah, I did since then over the years. Um, I won't say toned down, but made my material less inflammatory. So it's still very raunchy, but it's raunchy in a way that doesn't piss people off like it did back then. Right, right. There you go. And Danny Cooksey has been such a huge help with that. He's the primary one who um has really helped me um branch out my style of material. And he his classes that I take that he offers are very helpful. And anybody listening, I highly recommend them if you're into um learning how to act, music, or any of that stuff. Yeah, he's. He's a special guy. That's really, really sweet that he does that with you. And yeah, that's fucking awesome. I love to hear that. Man, I, I remember uh, like Dan, you know, they gave me the uh, the honor of being able to help him 
to, you know, go ahead and, you know, talk to you know, some of these people. And, and it's weird because I've always thought that I would only run into, like, people that I used to watch on TV and, like, if I went to conventions, you know, price and spend all the money and stuff. And then, you know, you get to go, hey, you say, hit them up. Say, What's up? <laughs> hey, how y'all doing? And I think that's amazing when you think about it. Like, if I went back in time and I got to talk to my younger self, and I was going to go, you're going to talk to Shorty from Secret Alex Mack. You're going to talk to Bobby Budnick. You're going to talk to Bulk and Skull from, uh, from, from, from Power Rangers and the Power Rangers themselves. My younger self would have been like, you lie. Get out of my house. <laughs> so it was really cool having the opportunity to go ahead and, you know, reach out and contact these people because, you know, you, you're reminded of the fact that they're not just, you know, images on the screen. These are living, breathing people that got, you know, they got lives. They, they've grown. They, they've evolved, you know, since then. So it's always nice to catch up and see how they do it. Yeah, that's right. That's, yeah, that's a perfect way to say it. Yeah. And sometimes what's it called? Um, uh, nostalgic stars like yourself are always the coolest ones to meet because um, you guys are the ones who made the biggest impressions, the biggest impacts to us at such a young age so that um, the nostalgia you guys brought us stays with us for life. Well, that means a lot. That um, that really touches me to hear that for sure. And you know, yeah, I'm I'm happy to be able to do stuff like this. Um, you know, because you guys are the ones that keep us alive too. You know, you keep us relevant and alive in the hearts of the fans. So yeah. Like I tell everybody, my excitement for which public figures I meet um doesn't have to do with like how high on the A-list they are, but how much I really enjoyed their art and how much of an impact um, their art made on me. And um, so, yeah, I can say that I was a lot more excited about meeting and interacting with you than I would somebody like, let's say, John Cena, because I'm not a wrestling fan, so meeting I, him, it would... I am both. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah meeting him it would have been cool but at the same time i wouldn't be like oh my god i'm really gonna get to meet the big name legend himself but with you it was like yes i'm really excited i'm gonna get to meet somebody who i was a big fan of her character on a show that i absolutely loved as a kid Oh, well, thank you. That means a lot. It really does. It's so sweet. You've earned it. I mean, um, and are you still doing projects? You're still acting, right? Um, not so much right now. I, you know, I, I stopped acting at like 23, 24 years old and really took a long time to figure out who I was as a person outside of the entertainment industry. Um, I've had kind of a public, um, a public, I'm looking for the right word, like a public story, so to speak, of um, my addiction. You know, I, I got, I became addicted to drugs right after I stopped acting, before I stopped acting, really. And um, then I've had a kind of a, I've been very public about being sober after that. So it took me a long time to really get my life back together and 
Um, I've been in recovery for a really long time now, which is something that is very important and special to me. And so um, about five years ago, I decided to entertain the thought of potentially maybe starting to act again. Um, but what it's, you know, turned into is kind of something different. I've just been obviously doing a lot of photo shoots for anyone that follows my social media. And then I do a lot of uh, public appearances, like um, autograph signings and comic cons, things of that nature. And I'm a little right of, now. <laughs> yeah, as of more recently, I, I started writing a book. So I kind of signed with a ghostwriter and we've been plugging away secretly not so secretly <laughs> at that for the last year now almost and um we're, we're definitely getting closer to the finish line so that's the stuff i have going on aside from that i work in the mental health industry so i just kind of took all of my knowledge of um what it felt like to you know feel hopeless in the world and and depressed and and addicted and an alcoholic and all of that and kind of filtered it into being um, a sounding board to help families get their loved ones into treatment as well. So that's what I do for my job. I, I'm a director of business development at a, a drug and alcohol treatment facility in Los Angeles and I represent them throughout all of South, Southern California and then on the side, I live at home with my boyfriend and my two dogs and, um, and you know, do my signings with when my agent calls me and says, you're going here, you're going there, get ready. And I'm like, okay. And then I go do that, which is really cool because I get to meet the fans in person and writing my book and doing my little photo shoots. And yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, I'm very blessed life could have looked very different for me. And I, I feel very grateful to have the life that I have. And I have the utmost respect for you for being so open about that too. I think that it's always very important to um, remember our troubled moments from the past so that we can see where we evolved to from where we were. And I highly respect the fact that you're willing to be that open about like troublesome that you felt dealt with in the past, but that you've been able to very successfully overcome and congrats to you on that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's, you know, one of the things I'm most proud of in my life. So I appreciate you saying that. Do you ever make it down to South Florida for any conventions? Um, I haven't yet, but I imagine that once, you know, the world starts looking a little bit more safe and whenever that will, will yeah, girl, be, you don't that, want to come down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we'll, we'll hustle and, and get a bunch of, um, you know, um, appearances under our belt. So I'm sure Florida will be in the cards at some point. But yeah, um, do you, do you ever, have you made it down here in the past to Florida? No, I, I haven't, no. Was, um, Alex Mack wasn't filmed in, um, Orlando? I know a lot of the shows were. No, we were in California. The game shows were filmed in Orlando. Yeah. The sitcoms and the, and the action shows and the dramas and stuff, it was all filmed in California. 
Yeah, um, I wonder what genre one would classify Alex Mack on TV. I mean, on IMDb, I see them label it a comedy, but I thought it was more of a drama. Uh, it's probably more of science fiction. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd go sci-fi. Yeah, sci-fi drama. But it was well, just... Who didn't, who didn't want to get splashed with those chemicals and then get powders and stuff? Right. If you think about it, <laughs> the deuces of CG... On a regular TV show back then was completely unheard of. At most, you get shows that use practical effects, like, like let's say, like Night Rider. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm gonna hit turbo boost. You can see this car flying through the air. But they don't show the, you know, that it's a fake car that's hitting like a ramp. You know what I'm saying? And they just hide the ramp from the shot, and you just see, you know, the aftermath of it hitting the ramp. But those are all practical effects. The only special effects they really did were just masking and and maybe like the 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 the, the probably like. You know, maybe like if you're shooting a laser, you know, just, you know, just, oh, we'll just add that to the frame there and boom, there's your laser. But like, this was straight up, hey, we would watch this person melt into a puddle yeah. and do stuff and shoot lasers and all this other stuff. Yeah, but so, on... shout out to those guys doing those special effects because that's, that's the type of stuff I'm trying to do now, like with Sony Vegas and stuff, you know? But at the same time, she was always on the run from people who were looking for her. So, um, ooh, I'm sure uh, uh, you said you were a big fan of the show, but um, how was the experience of being on it? I'm sure it was a really joyful experience while you were on it, right? Yeah, I mean, we were all best friends. Um, we were super close. You know, we went through all of our adolescent together and... Um, yeah, it was, you know, the highlight of my adolescence by far. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I still, you know, to this day, look back so fondly on those memories and just, again, really grateful to, you know, have my little piece in 90s pop culture. Um, yeah. So, um... If Nickelodeon offered for you to be on um another show, would would you want to be part of it? Yeah, I mean, I think if if it was the right circumstance and it felt right for me to do that, you know, I, I stepped away from that world a long time ago, and I I'm still in it to a certain extent, but in a different way now. So it would have to feel right for me because you know it's that's that's a lot to take on to expose yourself in the world like that again but i'm open to any opportunities that the universe and god puts in my path and if that's something that came my way i would probably just be thrilled about it you know because yeah i would love to see you make like a nickelodeon a nickelodeon comeback i think yeah <laughs> With all the reboots and stuff they're doing nowadays, I think it would be cool if they did a um Alex Mack reboot um where she's potentially like a family woman who now has a kid who has those same powers that she had. Yep, it's 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 been talked about a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been so talked about on, on a that lot, idea, a lot. on that idea. So what do you think what do you think Robin would be doing in twenty twenty one? Um, well, we've we've talked about this a lot. It's been there's been pitch meetings. There's been it's been shopped around. 
this re- reboot for Alex Mack. So we've, we've, this has been a topic of conversation for a long time and um, pretty much every kind of um, idea or mock-up of what Robin would be doing now has all been the same in, in a certain extent. She'd either somehow have powers herself or she would be like a tattoo artist in Paradise Valley. Um, you know, there was a one idea that she was um, a lesbian and had a wife and kids, which I loved. I thought that was so fucking cool. And I would love to represent an, an advocate for that community on a reboot. So I don't know. There's a lot. Um, there was a lot of different ideas, but I think probably she'd be just kind of this like badass tattoo artist in Paradise Valley, just like still super fashion forward and Alex's best friend and Ray's best friend and yeah. And I could also see her if she had a kid, her kid being a cynic and her trying to teach her kid to be more positive in life. I could see her like giving her kid advice. Trust me, things do get better. I was your age once and I felt the same way. Yep, that could definitely be, I can see that too, for sure. Yeah, that would be so cool. Or even her being like, a mental health counselor helping other people or a child mental health counselor helping kids yeah. yeah who are going through the same thing robin went through at a young age yep that could definitely be it too so are you a la native i moved to los angeles when i was like nine years old so pretty much <laughs> yeah where were you born i was born in hollywood florida Hey, Howard, yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that's actually, Howard, yeah, that's wait, where wait, I live. Wait, 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 hold on. Nice. Okay. Cool. So, yeah, I'm, you lived in Hollywood, Florida till you were nine. Hollywood, baby. No, I was just born there. I, I grew up in Manhattan. Until I was nine, and then we moved to Los Angeles. You were where then? When until you were nine? Oh well, so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. My brother lived in Manhattan for ten years. Um, great place to visit. Wouldn't wouldn't want to live there, not unless I won the lottery. Yeah, exactly. It's very expensive to live there. How do you like L.A.? I, I love LA. I've, you know, pretty much been here my whole life. So, um, it's, it's home for me and I love it. Have you been back, ever been back to Hollywood, Florida? I haven't. No. You ain't missing much. Um, <laughs> well, except the beach, the beach is really nice here. Yeah. Yeah. You- and one thing I know that wasn't around back then is the guitar-shaped um, hotel they have here now. They've got a guitar, hard rock, baby. Yeah, yeah, the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. That's like three minutes from where I live. It's the first ever guitar-shaped hotel in the world, from what I hear. Oh, awesome! That's great. That's so cool. If you do make it back here sometime in the future, you've got two free tour guides. 
Mm -hmm. Well, it's so sweet. I will keep that in mind. I will keep that in my back pocket. Yeah. So, yeah, um, in L.A., um, I've heard mixed things about, like, what the people are like there. I heard that. I know that it is, like, the most competitive place in the world, but I heard people, for the most part, are very hospitable to one another. Yeah, I mean, you just gotta find your people, find your little tribe of people, and, um, you know, just stick with people that have your best intentions and that love you, and, um, but yeah, I mean, people, people are nice out here, I haven't had any, some people suck, but that's kind of everywhere, you know? Definitely, yeah, I'll tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, um, I, LA, I feel like, gets sort of a bad image from movies and stuff, like, a lot of movies and stuff they make la look like there's nothing else to the city but like Bever but hollywood and compton but with no in between yeah that's very inaccurate for sure yeah because it, it the crime rate there i don't think is any higher than than average i think the crime rate's about average in that city compared to most big cities la is yeah. like what like like LA as a whole is like really like, like twenty two out of the top twenty five or something. Twenty is Miami. You know yeah. New York is like twenty three. You know what I mean? Like you'll say number one, that's Lawrence, Iowa, baby. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's so many more dangerous places. Like my brother lives in Chicago, and Chicago, from what I hear, has a lot more gangs than LA does. Yeah, I mean, it, yes, exactly. There's every, every, there's dangerous places everywhere, you know? it's Facts. It kind of is what it is. Facts. Yeah, down here in Flor South Florida, the most dangerous part of all, I'd say, are the drivers. We have the most horrendous drivers. Oh, yep, yep. I can, I can see that. Yeah, on my way over here to Zero's house, um... There was this one guy in the passing lane who, without his flashers on or anything, ju was just randomly stopped in the middle as I was going like 50 miles per hour. And oh gosh, I thought he was broken down, but then as soon as I passed him, I see him start moving again. Oh my gosh, ay, ay, ay. is the traffic really as bad as I hear it is? Yeah, in L.A., I heard the traffic is an absolute nightmare. Yeah, traffic is definitely very bad out here, for sure. It is it is not a good traffic place. Yeah, not a good traffic place and not a good public transit place, from what I hear. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I heard without a car, you might as well be dead there. Yeah, it's pretty hard to get around without a car <laughs> you gotta have a car that's that's for sure yeah and everything but i gotta i gotta wrap it up because i have to run at one o'clock so i just wanted to see if there's any more anything else you guys want to ask me before we hop off oh man uh, uh, on. <laughs> yeah uh sure um what, what was i gonna ask oh um, do you, what are some of your hobbies you like to do? Like, do you like to travel and stuff like that? 
Um, yeah, I travel as often as I can um, to go see family in different states and again, you know, doing the appearances and stuff. So I love to see new areas. Um, I, as far as hobbies, my life is so busy. I don't often have time for hobbies really. Um, so I really just like to be at home with my family and um, chill and just like watch good TV and stuff like that. Um, what are some of your favorite places you've traveled to? Um, well, I've been all around Europe, so I loved all of that. And, What's your favorite part of Europe? Um, Italy, Spain, France, Switzerland. Yeah. Um, For me, it's a time uh, between yeah. Rome and Santorini. Yeah, I've been to Rome. Italy is my favorite. I, I love Italy. Hoping to be able to, at some point, go back there with my boyfriend. That would be an amazing trip. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty pretty much what my hobbies are. What about in the U.S.? What are some of your favorite U.S. states or cities? Um, I spend a lot of time in Houston, Texas with my boyfriend's family, so I've grown to really love it there. I just recently got back from um, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. That was awesome. I'd never seen anything like it. It was so crazy, and um, uh, I obviously love New York. So, yeah, just kind of all around. But yeah, I'm glad you're a huge dog lover because um, I'm a huge dog lover myself. That's definitely nice. an aspect of Robin you have in you. Yeah, that, that's right. I'm a big dog lover for sure. Hopefully they don't cause $180 worth of damage like Robin's dogs did. Yep, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hope I didn't jinx it. No, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if I did, then I'll cash app you. Okay, great. I'll I'll look for the Venmo later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything you wanted to ask us? Um, no, I just thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it and um you know, keep doing what you're doing and keeping all the nineties nostalgia alive. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and my memory um and i'm on the spectrum i think this is a big part of my memory but yeah my memory's so photographic and um that's actually how um danny and i initially interacted because i um remember every single detail about like every show from back then and I wrote a post about Salute Your Shorts, and he saw my comments describing every episode so in-depthly, and out of the blue, I see him comment. He's like, ha, you remember more than I do. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I was yeah. so excited. I'm like, holy shit. a recurring thing nowadays. Like, a lot of people, like, they don't really take the time to watch the stuff that they was in because they was in it. Like, they, don't, they know what happened, you know what I'm saying? They get captivated, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> bro, what's going to happen to the main character next? What do you mean? You filmed the scene last Tuesday. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Every week I'll bring up a random scene from an episode with him and I'll be like, I don't remember that. I'm like, it, he didn't even remember getting what was supposed to be pancake mix and powder dumped all over him. Yeah, I mean, yep, I, I understand that these shows are a long time ago, so it's, it's hard to it's hard to remember everything. Yeah, I do, though. <laughs> so if you well, have... There you go. 
if I ever have any questions, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you. Yeah. If you ever do a Q and a panel at a convention when I'm there, um, they should have you ask me the questions about Robin. I know exactly. exactly. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. And feel free to tag me and whatever, and I'll check it out. Absolutely. Yeah. The pleasure was all ours. The the pleasure and honor was all ours. It was such an honor to have you on. Thank you so much. It means so much. And, you know, good luck to you guys and all your future adventures you too and best of luck thank to your future success and keep on succeeding i appreciate that thank you so much you're very welcome all right y'all have a good saturday you thank too. you you too okay. thank you bye bye well this concludes another very special episode of vanilla weiss and the nostalgic nerds that's baby weiss weiss baby Thank you for tuning in, and we will return next time with hopefully another very special guest. See you all soon. Signing out. All right, peace out, y'all. Peace out, y'all.